Since it's been a difficult winter for a lot of people trying to make ends meet, London Food Bank said last week it expects to serve a record 5,000 families this month as the cost of living continues to rise. Londoners not getting a lot of help at the grocery store. Loblaw made headlines last week when they announced an end to their price freeze on no-name products. They said at the time that the cost of stocking their shelves had gone up month after month. Metro has said something similar. Uh, Recently, they said their suppliers wanted to raise uh, prices by more than uh, 10%. Now, Loblaw's decision did not go over well on social media. Many users criticized the company online, and Loblaw appears to have some thin skin. They responded to many tweets uh, talking about food inflation being a global issue. They blamed suppliers. It was a bit odd to watch it unfold. Uh, Michael von Masso is a food economist at the University of Guelph. Joins us now to talk about this. Uh, appreciate the time today. Good morning. It seems, uh, you know, that uh, Loblaw wasn't following one of the main rules of social media, which is to not read the comments, but they were doing just that. What do you make of their defensive tone on Twitter last week? Well, again, I, I, there's two things. The first thing is I would agree with them. It's not their fault. The second thing is uh, their their strategy in responding probably wasn't ideal, and I think that they've probably taken some missteps all along, all along in this process. But that's that's not my uh, area, particular area of expertise. In terms of you know the price at uh, the grocery stores, when they're talking about inflation and suppliers, it sounds like they might have a point there. Well, I think, it, and, and I'm and I'm not pointing. I'm not pointing my, my finger at the processors either. I think that there are a bunch of things that are happening all at the same time uh, that are causing different prices to go up differently. And, and what we've got kind of is a perfect storm of these factors now. If you remember <clears throat> five or six years ago, we were talking about $10 cauliflower. Now we're having all of these things all happen at the same time. The war in the Ukraine extreme weather events it's it's flooding in the salinas valley that's causing things to go up we're you know avian influenza um, uh, the canadian dollar has gone down because of because of interest rate policy so fuel prices are up i could go on and on all of these things are sort of lining up at the same time to put pressure on prices going up thing to remember is among the g7 countries canada's food price inflation is among the lowest that's not to say it's not significantly. That's not to say we're not feeling pain. But I think it's important to think about it in the broader context. When we look at uh, some of the bigger price increases, what's, what are we seeing for some of those bigger increases? Is it more like the fresh uh, fruits and veggies? Well, I think we're seeing a, a lot on fresh produce that's coming out of the U.S. You know, we're seeing tomatoes go up before Christmas. We even saw shortages of some lettuces because of, uh, of a viral problem in in Southern California. We should see some relief from those. Uh, in the fall, we saw really big increases in, um, in bread and flour and bakery products. That's largely because of the war in Ukraine. So, so we're, we're seeing different things happen at different times. That top number is, you know, 11%, which is, you know, eye-opening for all. Through the year, there have been some things that have gone up, other things that have come down sort of all at the same time. Something that's interesting that, uh, you know, kind of speaks to maybe your point of like everything happening all at once. We had uh, Nestle Canada announced last week, you know, they're pulling out a lot of their frozen dinners out of this country, focusing in some other areas. Frozen aisle, though, is one area that people often turn to when you do see prices go up. 
With that void eventually taking hold, could that have an impact on prices even more and create just with, with there just being less competition, so to speak? Well, we never like to see less competition, Devin, and, and, and so that isn't necessarily good news. It's surprising to me that a company would leave a profitable business uh, and, 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 and just drop it and, and go, to, go to other business focuses. So to me, it probably means that they weren't making a lot of money selling those products. There remain other products, particularly those store brand products, I think, that, that, that are, are very competitive in that, in that freezer space. So uh, while in theory we could see some price increases, my guess is they weren't sort of driving the market and they got out because they weren't making money, that there will still be, there will still be options there, those those processed options that, that give some people uh, the opportunity to, to, to save a little bit more. You were talking about the, the ebb and flow. It might be tough to answer, but is there an area where you're looking at where maybe we could see some relief, do you think? Well, I think we're probably not going to see relief in the next couple of weeks, but I, I'm optimistic as we go forward that, that we could start seeing some relief uh, in, in, in a variety of areas, even if we look at the number you know, the, the annual rate uh, in, in December was 11%. If you look at the annualized uh, rate of inflation just in December, it was much lower. I think as we get into the spring and, and some of those uh, fresh fruits and vegetables aren't traveling as far and get into the summer and then we're not paying for them in American dollars, I think we can start to, to hopefully see some relief and at the very least not see further increases. People are always, you know, paying attention to the cost of uh, food. You mentioned the $10 uh, cauliflower from, from many years ago. That's a good example of that. But do you recall a time when there was as hyper a focus as we've seen right now? It seems as though we've seen what we've always seen, but even, even more so to a degree that I can't recall, at least in recent memory. Well, I think what we're really seeing right now, Devin, is that it's happening across the board. You know, when we were talking about $10 cauliflower, it was because that was remarkable. And, and now we're seeing tomatoes and lettuce and bread and flour and everything uh, be higher in prices. And so we're really feeling it more than, than ever before. And so it's not surprising to me at all that, that we've got this hyper, hyper uh, focus on food price inflation because there's, there, 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 there aren't a lot of places where we can say, oh, we're just not going to eat cauliflower for a while because the, the alternatives are also expensive. So it's not surprising, and, and, and it is causing significant pain for Canadian families. As always, I appreciate the time and the perspective. Thank you very much. Thanks, and have a great day. You as well. That is uh, Michael Van Masso, a food economist at the University of Guelph.